Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of InvestorIdeas.com podcast. In today's podcast, going to be looking at a few public company announcements from Rosenbaum trading on the OTC as ROSN, Numinous Wellness Incorporated trading on the TSX Venture as NUMI, High Tide Incorporated trading on the TSX Venture as HITI and the NASDAQ as HITI, as well as Harborside Incorporated trading on the CSE as HBOR and the OTCQX as HBORF. As well, at the end of the podcast today, I'll be talking a little bit about how much of a bunch of geniuses Health Canada is. Uh, So first, starting with Harborside Incorporated, a California-focused vertically integrated cannabis enterprise who announced the completion of its previously announced acquisition of Sublimation Incorporated, or Sublime, which is an award-winning cannabis manufacturing company located in Oakland, California, for the total consideration of $43.8 million U.S., We're thrilled to complete this acquisition and add Sublime's talent and its iconic award-winning California brand with an exceptional product offering and consumer following to our growing brand portfolio, said Peter Billadeau, interim CEO of Harborside. Now, with a strong balance sheet and deep cultivation and brand building expertise, our unified company is well positioned to support the continued growth of the Sublime brands while expanding the reach of Harborside's existing brand and product portfolio in both the retail and wholesale markets. Now, founded in 2016, Sublime is best known for its expansive line of high-potency, high-quality, and affordable Fuzzies branded pre-rolls, which is a leading brand of pre-rolls in the state of California, as well as vapes and the Roll Your Own Flower Kits. And since 2019, Sublime has delivered a revenue of continued annual growth rate of approximately 70% and ended 2020 with 7.9% of California's pre-rolled market share. Sublime is strategically positioned to continue growth as pre-rolls are the fastest-growing cannabis sub-segment within the California market since the beginning of 2020. Now, Harborside expects to realize significant synergies by bringing together Sublime's brands, product capabilities, and robust distribution system with the high-quality cannabis grown at the company's Salinas, California cultivation facility, which is anticipated to result in additional gross profit and EBITDA by extending the reach of Sublime. Uh, So... For Harborside, nice acquisition of a nice brand. If you haven't paid attention to Sublime in the California market before, um, they're definitely doing really well. They're doing some very unique and cool things with some of their pre-rolls, having infused elements into them, uh, and really trying to do something to break away from the traditional mold of what pre-rolls are expecting. Um, And really, 
a lot of what I'll be discussing today is just the overall trend that we're noticing, which is acquisitions are back on a big upswing. Uh, you're noticing a lot of companies, mainly out of the U.S., are being quite aggressive in adding to their brands, adding to their portfolio, and adding new synergistic companies to their whole, whole company portfolio. Um, again, you're not seeing the same type of momentum as much in Canada, maybe from medium to smaller size companies, you're starting to see them get a little bit more aggressive into the acquisition game. But for lots of the larger producers, you're still seeing them in a uh, sell off sort of operation where they're trying to get rid of assets that aren't bringing them in enough revenue. Um, whereas in the States, again, there's a lot of momentum and a lot of money being spent. Uh, this one just shows you, obviously, that even in California, which is an incredibly competitive market, there's still companies looking to build up their brand portfolios. Um, and eventually, I would assume that is with the intention of expanding into other states. But for right now, um, that continues to be one of the most competitive markets in the U.S., um, and is very much the big battleground where a lot of these companies are looking to really establish themselves from the competitors. So that way, when they go into other states, they sort of have a tried and true track record. Continuing along with that, High Tide Incorporated announced it's complete the acquisition of DHC Supply LLC, which is operating as Daily High Club. Now, the acquisition was completed pursuant to the terms of the merger agreement previously announced by the company on June 25th in which High Tide, a Nevada corporation wholly owned U.S. subsidiary of the company, has acquired 100% of the issued and outstanding shares of Daily High Club. Now, in connection with the closing, Harrison Baum, the chief executive officer of Daily High Club, has joined the High Tide team as director of digital marketing to oversee all social media initiatives for High Tide globally. And the High Tide shares issued pursuant to the share consideration are subject to statutory hold period of four months and one day. And furthermore, the high tide granted 13,000 stock options to Harrison Baum, exercisable at 939 Canadian per high tide share for a period of three years. Uh, <clears throat> so high tide um, acquiring the Daily High Club. If you haven't paid attention to the Daily High Club, they're an online cannabis accessories retailer. Um, one of the few ones that's definitely focusing on the new trend right now, which is trying to have subscription boxes within the cannabis accessory market. You're not seeing tons of that. The big difficulty with that is the quality of the products that are in those subscription boxes. But that being said, um, they are continuing to build up momentum. Daily High Club does have a decent selection, maybe not all of the best glass brands that are out there. And this is another trend that you're starting to see for lots of companies that are both focusing on consumption as well as the accessories market, um, who are now starting to look and see that the accessories market is still quite competitive. There's a lot of room to really take over larger market share within that area. Um, and also, there's a lot of these companies that are operating online stores that do not have huge overhead, just simply have a small warehouse. Um, and are able to send out a large volume of products quite quickly. And there's still a vast majority of demand for accessories products all throughout the US and Canada and globally. And so for some of these companies, um, by building up their online presence, they've really done a great job. And I think this is going to add to HiFi's portfolio, as well as um, give them hopefully uh, sort of a little bit of a marketing boost and a little bit more of exposure as these, again, cannabis accessories companies can have a little bit more leeway when it comes to marketing, when it comes to branding, when it comes to gaining consumer eyes um, than a traditional-based cannabis production company. So I do think that you'll see a few more of these types of acquisitions. There's been a few in Canada as well from a few of the Canadian retail brands buying up um, accessory brands to go along with their cannabis retail and again, I do think that that will continue as more and more people are coming into this cannabis industry. They're also going to need all the accessories and devices to go with it. Vaporizers has become a huge thing, um, as well as you are starting to see a, somewhat of a revival of the heady glass market. 
um, that really dropped off over the last couple of years. But now you're starting to see as more consumers come back into this and as well as just more money comes back into the cannabis space. Um, there's a lot more interest in having these high end hand blown custom pieces. And some of those go for roughly $10,000 to $20,000 per piece. Um, and that being said, there's also a great resale value, which you're starting to see is building up much more aggressively within the high end glass market of a lot of people who are becoming um, basically glass resellers by buying bulk from various artists and then selling it and auctioning it off and maintaining a healthy profit from that uh, just due to the limited production of these high quality items. So I do think that when you look at both elements of the cannabis retail when you're looking at both actual cannabis products and then cannabis consumption accessories um, more and more you're starting to see that companies are realizing the need to have both under their same roof if they want to be successful and competitive next looking at numinous wellness incorporated who announced that the company has agreed to acquire the neurology center of toronto pursuant to which the agreement dated july 2nd and numinous and nct founder dr evan lewis planned to expand nct into a comprehensive clinical neurology treatment center with a unique specialization in the application of psychedelics in the field of neurology now numinous will pay 300,000 in cash and 200,000 in numinous shares upon closing and future performance-based payments totaling up to 500,000 in Numinous shares to complete the transaction. Uh, so our collaboration with Numinous represents an important evol evolution in patient care for individuals suffering from common neurological illnesses and challenges that are often associated with chronic mental health conditions, said Dr. Lewis, a neurologist and clinical neuropsychologist who has founded NCT in 2017. Sorry, neurophysiologist, not psychologist. While today's treatment helped me while today's treatments may help patients, a significant number continue to suffer and we believe may be helped by psychedelic-assisted psychotherapy. Now, currently, therapies for common neurological disorders such as concussions, migraines, cluster headaches, neuropathic pain syndromes, and chronic epilepsy have limitations, especially when these disorders are associated with chronic psychological challenges. And the need to develop novel therapies that address both medical and physiological components of the neurological diseases may be substantial and the potential impact could be significant. Numinous and NCT are coming together to explore and develop applications of psychedelic-assisted therapies to reduce patient suffering and enable greater opportunities for healing. And current research shows that psychedelic medications such as psilocybin and MDMA open new pathways in the brain that, in conjunction with professional therapy, can treat a host of mental health disorders. This acquisition represents an exciting opportunity for NCT and Numinous to combine medical, clinical, and academic expertise to help create a new discipline and ultimately a center for excellence in psychedelic neurology, said Dr. Evan Wood, the chief medical officer of Numinous. Now, in doing so, this collaborative discipline could potentially make a transformative difference for many patients. Uh, and all of the NCT's staff, including medical doctors, nurses, physician assistants, occupational therapists, physiotherapists, physio or psychotherapists as well as nutritionists are all expected to remain with numinous post-transaction closing. Um, so now you're starting to see a company like numinous actually having their own clinic available. Um, I do think that this is something you're starting to see more and more of. Uh, in the past, it was mainly these psychedelic-based companies just doing small partnership uh, research grants with a few different colleges or universities. Now, now that they've got more funding, more interest, and are starting to pick up in momentum, you're starting to see them look at um, acquiring clinics. There's been Delic Holdings, who's been acquiring ketamine clinics all over Canada and the U.S., um, there's a few other companies who have also been acquiring either ketamine or psychedelic assisted therapy clinics. And now you have Numinous um, acquiring NCT. I do think that this is going to be 
the sort of transition and step forward for this industry as well as for the medical community to come into a much larger endorsement um, towards the psychedelic assisted therapy. It'll be very interesting to see what kind of results they can get out of these clinics, what kind of patient data they can get over the next few years, and how this does somewhat change the perception from the medical community and also bridge the gap, which is very difficult and a big issue facing the psychedelic community today, is that there are no real traditional avenues for someone in the medical field to transition into psychedelic assisted therapy without potentially um, abandoning a lot of the work they did in their own previous medical profession. There isn't an easy transition, there isn't an easy bridge for that gap, and I do think that hopefully through Numinous acquiring NCT and other such acquisitions like that in the future, um, that there will be an easier access door for medical professionals, for nurses, for administrators to become part of this without having to risk any of the other choices in their career and without having to be sort of excommunicated from the traditional medical community they work so hard to enter into. You are starting to see that now there's a little bit of growing support and I do think that as well uh, all of the mental conditions we've created over the last few years with people being stuck at home, with people losing family members, not being able to visit them, um, just with straight up isolation disorders. I think that there's going to be, as many of these psychedelic companies have mentioned, a very large growing need to have psychedelic assisted therapy at the ready, um, not just for people with extreme conditions, but for many people who just need to go to work and just need to get back out into the world. Um, a lot of people are facing real heavy doses of anxiety and almost a sense of PTSD when you consider the amount of shock and fear they've had over the last two years over their health, over their family's health, and over the sort of situation of the world. So I do think that... Um, these types of acquisitions and combinations of a clinic with one of these psychedelic focused companies is going to be the big sort of next step for the psychedelic industry. And it'll be very interesting to pay attention to who else sort of goes this route and also the benefits or pitfalls of going in this traditional method. Lastly, looking at Rosenbaum and Art and Industry, which is leading developers and manufacturers of highly claimed groundbreaking solventless extraction and infusion technology products, who announced the launch of two exclusive limited edition solution bundles in time for 710. Uh, the press and fuse bundles are designed to provide the consumer a, and processor an end-to-end -end elegant simple solution for crafting high-quality solventless extracts and infusing consumables in various formats. So the Rosenbaum rocket is widely acclaimed and the best personal solventless rosin press in the world, together with the heralded Arvind Nova bundle, ensures that the customer is well-equipped to craft high-quality products like the experts. The press-infused product bundle is made for consumers and easily a cost-effective craft create and enjoy. Now, the Rosenbaum M60 with Flow Channel Technology is the world's first and only volume processing extraction press, and it teamed up with the revolutionary Arden FX Decarbon Accelerator to create the Press Infuse Pro, and is targeted towards the pro-consumer pro and processor market, providing the user with limitless options for crafting any and all forms of quantities of extracts and infused products. Now, Rosenbaum CEO Fred Angopoulos said, we're so excited to team up with Ardent to provide this end-to-end -end solution to the market for 710. I believe our two companies share the same product culture, one which represents best-of-breed design and performance, innovation, industry-leading quality, all within a clean, organic environment. And we believe strongly in empowering and enabling the consumer to take pride and ownership of what they are crafting and consuming. And these press-infused bundles are a big step in the direction, added Rosenbaum founder and President Ryan Mayer. Now... 
The collaborations are available at rosenbaum.com slash pages slash Rosenbaum Arden Bundle. And the pricing of the two kits is $749 for the Press and Fuse, um, as well as $1449 for the Press and Fuse Pro. And 710 represents the day of July 10th, which is considered to be the industry celebration for the oils and extracts marketplace. So Dab Day. Um, and if you haven't paid attention to that, there's going to be a lot of different deals on a lot of different cannabis retailers as well as accessory brands on that day. And definitely, if you're looking at extraction market today, I do think Rosenbaum is really jumping ahead of a lot of the competitors. They're doing some really cool stuff. The affordability of their prices, the quality of their rosin presses, I do think is going to change the overall extract market in the future. Um, it is also changing the consumer preferences quite dramatically. As I've mentioned before, you're seeing a lot more of a push towards solventless extracts. As people get more access to these products and try them, they realize how much higher quality they are than solvent-based extracts, um, as well as quite cost-effective in the end. You can actually produce um, high-quality rosin if you have these proper presses for a lot less and a lot less work than you would using a closed extraction system or a supercritical CO2 system, etc. So I do think that these types of presses, um, both for the average consumer market as well as for the professional market, are slowly going to become a game-changer, especially when you start seeing... Um, more craft producers and more micro cultivators get access to these types of products to build their own extracts, to build their own edibles and et cetera, without having to have this huge facility and massive budget. Instead, they can simply have a few people working with simple devices and they can also create much more niche and uh, small scale production products, which again, when you're looking at this cannabis market over the next 10 years, I do think you have to look at your at the alcohol market by comparison. Obviously, there's a lot of differences, but one thing that is for sure is you're going to see the same type of selection that's available in alcohol in cannabis. Eventually, you are going to start to see very rare extracts, very rare um, strains of cannabis. And they're going to be coming out and they're going to be very highly coveted, very similarly to what we see in the high-end wine and the liquor market, um, where, again, you are going to have people willing to pay $1,000 a bottle or $2,000 a bottle, the same as they're going to be willing to pay, you know, a couple hundred dollars for specific rosin or specific edibles um, or a couple hundred dollars for... Uh, specific ounces of very rare cultivated strains from very unique producers. So I think these types of products um, are very cool. Also, as a personal thing, uh, if you haven't, if you're looking to get into extracts, if you're looking to learn more about this, the Rosin Bomb is the shit. It's a very, very cool product. It's very affordable when you compare it to a lot of the other presses that are out there, um, as well as Ardent products are no bullshit as well. They are some of the best infusing products out there as far as pretty much press and play goes. And again, at those prices, $1,500 year for the pro kit, um, you're definitely going to get your money's worth within the next couple of months, especially if you're a home grower. There's a lot you can do with those products, and it's going to blow you away about the quality. So definitely worth checking out the links attached in the article and looking at more of what Rosenbaum is. Um, but again, I think them as a company are really doing some unique things and are going to be one of the sort of dominators of the home press market, if you will, in the next couple of years. Uh, so lastly today, I want to look at a little bit of stupidness coming from Health Canada. In an unprecedented move, Health Canada is proposing a full federal ban, federal ban on vaping flavors. Now, this ban will take an effect in about 180 days, so likely January 1st of 2022. Health Canada is pushing smokers back to smoking cigarettes and into the arm of big tobacco, says Shay Beckman, the president of Dash Vapes Incorporated, Canada's largest independently owned e-cigarette company that produces e-cigarettes and alternatives to smoking. 
In a homage to Saturday Night Live's SNL Cold Open, Dash Vapes has produced a short skit titled The First Vaping Cessation Device, which you can click the link attached in the article. This is not me editorializing or being sarcastic. This is what the report commissioned by Health Canada says. The report freely admits that Canadians are likely to resume smoking cigarettes if vaping flavors are banned, adds Mr. Beckman. Now, according to the regulatory analysis impact statement pertaining to the order amending schedules two and three of the Tobacco and Vaping Products Act flavors published in the Canada Gazette, Ottawa on Saturday, June 19th, about 46% of current vapors over the past 30-day use, aged 20 years and older, are dual users, i.e. individuals who vape and smoke cigarettes. Now, the total profit loss to the vaping industry that also manufactures tobacco products may be mitigated by the substitution of tobacco purchases from dual users who would go back to smoking and adults who smoke would continue to smoke instead of switching to tobacco or mint and menthol-flavored vaping products. Now, after the proposal comes into the force, it is anticipated that some dual users who currently use flavored vaping products would not substitute their purchases with tobacco and mint and menthol flavored vaping products. They would choose to purchase more cigarettes, hence offsetting the loss of sales of tobacco and mint and menthol flavored vaping products. Uh, And you can read page 140 of the report, which adds emphasis. Now, again, commenting on this, how would banning vaping flavors help Canadians who are trying to quit smoking, said Mr. Beckman, a reformed smoker of over two packs a day habit for 13 years. While he wanted to quit smoking, nothing worked for him until he tried vaping. That's like telling recovering alcoholics that they can't drink iced tea with lemon. Instead, they must drink alcohol-free beer. Now, does this make sense to anyone, says Mr. Beckman. Now, the Health Canada report makes no mention of the fact that there are hundreds of flavor additives in regulatory cigarettes. And according to the American Food and Drug Administration, there are more than 7,000 chemicals in cigarette smoke, and more than 70 of those chemicals are linked to cancer. Yes, there is nicotine and e-liquid used to vape, but the whole point of vaping is to reduce your harm, says Mr. Beekman. Uh, and in a news release distributed on CNW on June 23rd, he asked Han Patty Haju, the Federal Minister of Health, Ian Stewart, the President of Public Health Agency of Canada, as well as all provincial health ministers across Canada, asking about the status of the criminal investigation into Canada's youth vaping crisis in late summer 2019 to early 2020, um, which obviously was focused on aftermarket additions and aftermarket mods. So it's very interesting to see that as cannabis continues to move forward with regulatory differences and you're starting to see this industry become a little bit more loose, a little bit more understandable and realistic based off of actual consumer preferences and the lack of danger that cannabis does provide. Um, Now you're seeing a real strange move by Health Canada towards cigarette bans or sorry, nicotine flavor bans. Um, And I do think that very much what Mr. Beckman said there is accurate and that you are going to see a huge amount of consumers go back to traditional cigarette smoking, which kind of defeats the purpose of the generation or of the direction that vaping products were supposed to go. Um, Again, the dangers of vaping products is pretty much unsubstantiated when you look at what's actually going on in those products. Um, Again, a lot of the actual dangers that did come were all from people using modded devices that they were getting aftermarket for creating their own juices at home. And a lot of these basically just people being idiots. And unfortunately, there's no stopping that with any industry, Um, cannabis included. We've seen people have bad effects within the cannabis industry. And a lot of that came from people buying synthetic cannabis so that Uh, I can't remember what the term for it is, but basically there was artificial created cannabis that created a lot of health issues for people, people buying unsubstantiated cannabis products or buying aftermarket products 
Um, and then also, again, creating their own juices and their own edible products at home has left people greened out. And that's some of the times that the people go to the hospital, assuming that they're dying from cannabis, even though that there's nothing the hospital can do. It just needs to go out of your system. There is no ability to overdose on cannabis. Um, but I do think that this really shows that Health Canada as a regulatory regime is pretty much up their own ass when it comes to what the hell they're doing and how they actually regulate these industries. They seem to have very little intimate knowledge of the actual consumers, of actually talking to the people who work within these industries. We've seen this with the cannabis industry and in that a lot of their regulations have not made sense or have just been outright outlandish. And now you're seeing the same thing take place with tobacco as well. And in an area where we're trying to push so many people away from traditional cigarette use, I would hope that also they would try to endorse things like hemp cigarettes at the same time, which do have um, some of the habitual addiction tendencies covered, um, but they don't have the same damage. Potentially, um, again, another restriction from Health Canada is you can't have the combination of tobacco and hemp or cannabis together, which again could help people, a lot of people, get over their addictive tendencies of cannabis if you are allowed to have partial real natural tobacco uh, in combination with either hemp or maybe a low THC cannabis strain in cigarette form. And I do think that there is tons of studies that promote that cannabis as a substitute for addiction substances such as alcohol, such as sugar, such as cigarettes and nicotine has all been proven. There's a lot of evidence that supports that cannabis use in mild elements um, helps substantially with other addictive tendencies. So I would hope that maybe Health Canada, if they are planning on banning vaping and all of these other things, would at least have an alternative option for nicotine addicted humans um, to be able to go and get another product that's going to help them come off of this product gradually. And it doesn't seem like they're doing that. So as per usual, it seems like they have a couple of thumbs up their asses as they continue to regulate markets that they don't understand. And I do believe that there will be a lot of debate about that nicotine vape law over the next few months. And I know that many of the tobacco and vape companies that are out there are lobbying hard to not have this be passed through. Um, and that also shows that even lobbying and a lot of money don't always get the results we're looking for from our government. That's all for today's podcast. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. That's all for today's podcast. Podcast is now a certified word trademark on the blockchain through Cognate Incorporated CM certification. InvestorIdeas.com podcasts are also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and TuneIn. If you'd like to be a guest or sponsor of this podcast, please contact InvestorIdeas.com. Investor Ideas reminds all listeners to read our disclaimers and disclosures on the InvestorIdeas.com website, and this podcast is not an endorsement to buy products or services or securities. Investors are reminded that all investments involve risk and possible loss of investment. Investor Ideas does not condone the use of cannabis except where permissible by law. Our site does not possess, distribute, or sell cannabis products. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 